1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: Well met, fellow adventurers. I am in the village of Warfoot, which is snug against the dense evergreen mountains that serve to mark the boundary between Grey Warren's east eastern lowlands and the foothills of the Allspurn Mountains. They both have links. Grey Warren's link is... This remote corner of eastern Telsa is a a largely untamed region in the hilly, evergreen forest snugged against the foothills of the Allspurn Mountains. There are a few scattered settlements throughout Grey Warren. And the Allspurn Mountains link... This vast mountain range spans near the entire eastern flank of the kingdom of Tysa and serves as the natural border between Tysa and Wauxhall. I would argue that having a country flanked by mountains is not realistic, but France is nearly flanked by mountains. <laughs> Several passes amidst. Miss the Towering Peaks of the Imposing Range No, no, no actually it isn't. Pa- Several passes high means the towering peaks of the imposing range offer passage between the two kingdoms through the daunting prospect of attempting to transverse the perilous gaps and seem to it that the paths are infrequently travelled. Legends tell of a series of deep tunnels that pass beneath the mountains, connecting Tysa and Warsaw. The tunnels are said to have been constructed during the Age of Storms by a race of giants who have long since vanished. One of the tallest peaks is the Olspuns. Is Mount Kalgrin? Oh, I might as well click that link. Mount Kalgrin, the snow-capped giant, known known as Mount Carragon is one of the highest peaks in the osborne range. Near the summit of this grand mountain stands the long-abandoned fortress of Fort Ironwind. The village of Warforth appears, upon first glance, to be little more than a disparate collection of wood and stone structures. Warforth also has a lynx. Situated on the eastern edge of Grey Warren. the village of Warford, is home to a small but hardy populace that thrives in the harsh conti- conditions in in such a remote corner of the kingdom. The village was founded centuries ago by the famed explorer and trader, Isorath Warfoot. The tower, a towering statue of Sir, stands in the center of the village. The inhabitants of Warfoot, like those throughout Greywine naturally suspicious of outsiders, but fiercely loyal to those who earn their respect and friendship. Does Izana Warfoot have a link? Izorath Warfoot. Many legends, most of which have been discounted by historical record, surround the life of the famed explorer, hunter, and fur trader, Izorath Warfoot. Though he died over 500 years ago, his list of supposed discoveries and compliments is indeed not both long and illustrious, if also somewhat dubious. Through his many endeavours, it Arthur left his mark across a broad swath of the North land. He is credited with founding several towns and villages in the, in the Grey Warren region of Eastern Tulsa, one of which, the village of Warfoot, Still bears his name. Okay. A towering statue of Seer stands in the centre of the remote settlement. The inhabitants of Warport are, distinct, are instinctively distrustful of strangers, but fiercely loyal to those they respect or choose to defend. Alright, I'm going to visit the Wedgate Inn. Owned and operated by Ureth and Jared ironhaft the Redgate Inn is one of the newest structures in Warfoot. Built within the last decade, the Inn serves as not only one of the region's only functional hostelries but also, also a gathering place for folk from both Warfoot and nearby settlements. The Inn's curious name is, according to its owners, due to the fact that it stands upon a foundation of stone. Foundation made up of stone taken from the ruins of Wedgate Keep, which also has a link. Wedgate Keep, abandoned 300 years ago, after having been used for nearly that long, the Hill Drop Fortress, known as Wedgate Keep, has fallen into ruin. The upper court portion of the keep has, within the last century, completely collapsed leaving only a rubble strewn swath of the ground to mark where the imposing structure once stood. The lower level of the keep, which housed its dungeons, remains largely intact, though it's doubtful there are many brave enough to venture into the shadowy depths of the ruins. Well I'll probably do it some day. The inn's curious name is, according to Toners, due to the fact I already went there. <laughs> Seek out Jurith and Jared Jurith, the old the older, taller and thinner of the two Iron Half Brothers, his head topped with an unruly mop of greying hair, steps away from his many toils and engages you in friendly conversation. Have you seen my little brother about? Shorter, plumper, not as handsome? says grinning. I don't think you will take Carly to that assessment. Got to keep my eye on him. There's no telling what he might get up to on his own. After a few minutes, Yurif excuses himself and heads off to tend to one of the many tasks that help fill out his endless list of jaws. Alright, purchase food and drink. Jarry's daughter, Yulia, is a somewhat wide eyed young woman whose head is covered with a tangled mane of dark hair sees the food and drink requests of the impatience. She smiles as she approaches you, and asks if there's something you'd like to have. Okay, I'm gonna, there's three things. I'll start at the start. Order some oat porridge. The oat, the oat porridge is served hot and cost one gold, and almost dangerously so, with a wedge of hard bread. Something that passes for a piece of cheese... And a frothing flagon of ale. Cheers! Despite its incredibly thick constituency and near scalding te- temperature, the porridge proves both delicious and filling. It takes you only a few minutes to empty your bowl. Ah, ah, ah! No, it's too hot. It's going down my scoff, it's Too hot. try <sighs> it. Cool it down with the ale. Ah, <sighs> uh, it! Okay, now, now presumably time has passed because I'm going to purchase more food and drink. As I'm going to purchase the meat stew, that costs two gold. The meat stew is served in a large bowl set atop a wooden tray, which also bears a bears a wedge of hard bread, a curious sticky confection which which I calls brindle sweet, and a. And a frothing flagon of ale. The stew purse proves both delectable and fortifying. The bread challenging. And the brindle soup somewhat less pleasant than described. You tore away at the hearty meal until not a morsel remains. Alright, purchase food and drink. And now the last thing, the roast grouse. Which costs three gold tokens. Which means this may well be the most expensive meal you can buy in this game. <laughs> Three gold spent. The roast grouse served in a wooden bowl atop a bed of somewhat sketchy green- greens is blackened on the edges. A wedge of hard bread, two boiled onions and a frothing flagon of ale wound out the generous serving. The grouse boost tasty, even if slightly overcooked. The bread chili and the onions stronger and less appealing you might otherwise enjoy. After only a short spell, nothing remains of the fortifying meal. And also, I'm now fat, apparently. <laughs> Leave the inn. Okay, visit the smithy. R- Rawfort's lone smithy is operated by a man named Tribeer, a smith originally hailing from Twythick. For the last past two decades, Twybeer has parlayed his trade here, on the kingdom's remote eastern frontier. Tribeer usually has a number of different weapons, and pieces of armor for sale, that he, that he either acquired, crafted himself, or acquired and repaired. Yeah, so the weapons. It's just generic. Generic weapons and armour here. Speak with Tybo here. seems only too glad to step away from his work and converse with you. The, soot- the sooty-faced smith, his thick arms knotted not, with not a seemingly impossible tangle of muscle, tells you he's thankful to receive news of word beyond Warford. I vowed you I'd keep to myself around the village as much as possible. Not everyone here is as friendly as I am. The armac robbers are fine too. There's a certain element here some might not find so opening. I really shouldn't say much more about that. After conversing with him for several minutes, Tyler Barr politely excuses himself and returns to his work. Alright, leaving the smithy. There's the massive claw shaped standing stone there. That's linked to a previous special event. And, and is linked to our candle. But probably the most important thing here is there's an adventure for this location called The Green Giant. Start That's an Oakenstone stone mask inspired adventure. It's by VWK, he's green, he's gigantic, he's not very jolly, and I don't think he's here to sell me sweet corn. Alright, you can do this normal or scaled. I'll do it normal. Here we go. There are special tips slash notes. Multiple paths to completion. The adventure that led you to this entry features multiple paths to completion it may benefit you to play through the adventure multiple times without saving your game. Discover the best, the most advantageous and most appropriate path for your character. The bounty is too large to ignore. One thousand gold! A powerful lore for even the most jaded adventurer. After all, for someone like you, how difficult could it be to convince an ageing, one-armed giant to leave this lair and seek out greener pastures, preferably settlement pastures not in the immediate vicinity of the free settlements whose collective reward you are determined to claim. With the blessing, blessings of a confederation of the region's leaders, you make the somewhat arduous trek up the hills west and south of the village of Warford, prepared to negotiate a peaceable settlement with Valhog, a towering, fearsome specimen of a mountain giant known best by his district, descriptive moniker the Green Giant <laughs> Negotiations haven't gone well. You dives your white. Narrowly dodging another of the hurled stone chunks, the massive rock smashes into the cave wall just above your head, and shatters into a la into large jagged pieces that perilously rain down around you. Van Hogg, his deafening voice echoing through the gloom, stomps forward stomps forward and reaches down with his lone arm to effortlessly hoist. It's another small boulder. In case there's any lingering confusion, I'm going nowhere. He bellows, in his thick mane of green hair, A result of the sorcerer's curse and the reason for his moniker, waving wildly from side to side as he advances. You aren't going, and you aren't going anywhere either. Your days will end here. Let that be the final bit of this business. With a loud grunt, the green giant flings the boulder at you. Pick a number from 1 to 100. Bonus of 40. 20 from agility, 10 from body, 10 from luck. Need to get 75 or more? Or I'm going to have a wok hit me on the head. And that will probably hurt a lot. Failure, 58. The boulder smashes into (coughs) you, knocking you sideways into the wall, before bounding out of the mouth of the cave. Thirty-five damage. With an agonised gasp, you stagger to your feet, thankful to still be alive. Valhog snarls contemptuously and stomps forward, his eyes ablaze with disdain. Drawing a large wooden club for, from the makeshift hide slung across his back. The mountain giant curses as he closes in to attack. It's Vaughn Hock, the green giant. He swipes at you with this massive club. Like most of the foes I face, he's three plus. But he don't think that's easy because he just smashed through my defences with a devastating blow for 28 damage. Keep swiping. I keep back. Ooh, he's fled. He's fled from combat. Oh dear. Which means I don't get any XP, but I do get a little bit of healing. Van Hog bellows angrily. As he staggers back beyond the range of your attacks, badly bloodied and apparently reconsidering his tactics, before you can react to his surprise withdrawal, the green maned giant suddenly turns and fends off, fends off into the deeper recesses of his cave lair, quietly disappearing into the darkness. You're standing just inside the gaping moor, the Mounting slive cave, it's long as Van Holt's abode. To the north, a broad tunnel exits this massive chamber, disappearing into darkness after only a few yards. What happens if I leave the cave? Okay, you turn to leave the cave. Please note, once you leave the cave, you will not be able to re-enter it. I guess that, I'm guessing what that will do would be end the quest with a pitiful little end of quest reward like 16 XP or something. I'll just actually check that. Hmm, it seems that no one has ever actually tried to leave the cave. Fortunately, I saved pretty recently... So I won't lose too much progress if I do leave the cave. And then I'll pause and just catch up with where I once was. Leave the cave. You step out of the cave into the pale light of the late afternoon, thankful to have emerged alive from the giant's lair, With 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 no desire to linger here for any longer than absolutely necessary you take just a moment to gather your bearings before setting off for Warford. Upon your return to Warford, you reveal to the delegation of region leaders that you were unsuccessful in convincing Valhog to leave. Despite your disappointing admission, the delegation decides you should be awarded with part of the bounty. 200 gold tokens. Hmm, that's okay. You undertook a very dangerous task, says a thin, white haired man named Twi Twiowam, a member of the nearby town of Southwold's leading go- governing council, and for that we should all be grateful. After accepting the payment, you prepare to set off on your way, eager to de- depart Greyhound and seek out an adventure in another, perhaps slightly more hospitable, corner of the kingdom. Uh, nearly six months after your lonely trek up the mountainside layer of Altrop surprised when a thin white-haired man you vaguely rec- recognize approaches you in Twithick and presents you with a grand sum of gold 800 gold tokens Wait wait a minute I got I got a thousand gold and I didn't even kill I didn't even drive off the giant! Only after the man introduced himself do you suddenly recall that his name is Targram and he was one of the members of the delegation. Dele- delegation that tasked you with negotiating with the infamous Queen giant. You're surprised where tells you the Van hall, has recently abandoned his lair, presumably to move deeper into the mountains. Oh, that's a lot more... This is a lot more content than I expected to happen when you left the cave. A lot more. I expected it would be just, you've left the cave. You go away and you you go away and you will not claim the bounty. 64 XP to general. The quest, the adventures, the green giant is now finished. You may wish to... Quit, quit without saving and try another path. Or something like that. But, you know, with, with better writing. It's only right that we pay you what you promised, says Tarn. After all, in the end, the task proved a great success. Von Hog is gone, and I'm quite prepared to swear to it. It's all due to you. Its departure has life into our small corner of the world, and there's no mistake about it. It's, it's strange the sort of unpleasant fe- effects the lurking presence of something like a mountain giant can have. Okay, well, at least it wasn't... At least it wasn't Hanlicky Jack, because I don't... If it was Hanlicky Jack or his... Or his half-brother... Jiskin Jack, yeah, Jiskin Jack, yeah. I don't think he wouldn't have let it stand at that. If, if, so, if yeah, if if I had come to him with that message, there'd have probably been some revenge. You thank the elder and wish him a safe return to Southward, the town of Gre- the town of Greyhorn in which, which he has long resided on the far eastern flank of the kingdom. Before he leaves, you briefly consider asking me how you're located in, the Twith- in Twithing. In the end, however, perhaps somewhat leery of what the answer might prove to turn out to be, you decide against it. Several years after your encounter with Vaal Hogg, you learn that the legendary Green Giant met his demise at the hands of the Gated Legion as he attempted to cross into Wysolg. Word of the giant's death slowly travels across the North Broadlands and reaches you while you're visiting Twithik, following up on a lead. Promises yet another adventure to be had within the walls of the Stone. While most either greet the news with apathy or quietly celebrate it, you find yourself unable to immediately determine the true nature of your feelings regarding the pronouncement. Those... Who have never come face to face with Van Hogg, or any other giant, for that matter, see him and his brethren as little more than towering brutes, savage and w- wicked, ever willing to taunt, to terrorize those upon those domains they incessantly encroach. you, na- you know better. While you would never deny that there exist giants both savage and wicked. And perhaps worse than that, and I happen to be quite familiar with one of them, but fortunately he's a statue now. You realise only too well that giantdom is something far more complex than could ever be accurately depicted in the tales told to children as they drift off to the there all There is and always will be, a simple revenue nobility to the waste of beings, now many long and storied centuries into the very twilight of their existence. And that finishes this adventure with 256 experience to general. Okay, so that was one way of doing it. Now it is time to quit without saving and do it the other way. Okay, just gonna pause until I catch up to where we was before. Okay, I'm back in the cave. You're standing just inside the gaping moor of the mountainside cave so that has long served as Vaughan hogs abode. To the north, a broad tunnel exit. His message disappearing into darkness after only a few yards. Okay. Alright, I'm just snaking my way north. You're standing at the broad junction and now I've reached a T-junction. Broad junction of seven crude cave pastures. Several crude etchings, possibly of goblin origin, cover the nearby walls. Use woodmanship for some clues. You successfully used your woodmanship skills. A XP to woodmanship. Utilising your mastery of woodmanship, you carefully examine the floor for several feet along each length of tunnel. After only a few moments you conclude the Van Hall. Has most recently entered the West Passage. Based on your examination of the cave floor, you're certain the Val Hogg has most recently entered the West Passage, so I guess I'll go that way. And then I'll go the East Passage. And then I'll go the West Passage. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna seesaw. <laughs> A small boulder suddenly bounds out of the darkness head, bouncing off bouncing along the foot along the tunnel on a direct collision course with you. Could use fortif I could dodge it, but instead I'm going to use fortification seventy plus. It succeeded. twenty four speed to fortification. You hastily channel your power fortification. Without a second to spare, a shimmering field of green sparkles forms in front of you. The bound, the bounding boulder slams into your magical barrier and bounces back along the passage where, after several yards, it slowly rolls to a stop. After flaring brilliantly for several long moments, the sparkling field abruptly vanishes. Okay, but... If I go down the other passage, can I get a boulder thrown at me there? Oh, I'm going down the East Passage. Nothing's happening. No fair. Suddenly, well, I suddenly here I am with no further place to go. The deep rumbling voice. Unmistakably that of Vile Hog issues out of the gloom ahead. Instinctively you draw to a halt and assume a defensive stance, realizing that the green giant The Green Giant lurking unseen currently has the advantage on you. No more rocks, he says, his tone surprisingly considerate. But we need to reach an understanding. As the sound of his voice echoes past you, the one-armed mountain giant emerges from the shadows dozen yards along the passage, riddled with the gruesome marks earned from the recent skirmish. Von Hogg appears both wary and vulnerable. So I three options. I could resume negotiations... Uh, which I think will be more likely to work now that he knows. I could whoop his ass. I could attack him. Which, admittedly, seems like a jerk move. After all, he has given peace a chance. If I attack him now, I am the aggressor. And that, uh, I. I Maybe not the bad guy, but the neutral guy at least. Or I could just leave him be. No, no, I can't leave him be. Because uh, I, I was hired to get him gone. I mean, I gave my word. Do you? Know, yes, and that's important. It's practically an oath. Yes. Alright, let's resume the negotiations. Follow our Grimaces as you attempt, attempt to resume negotiating with him. You're wasting your breath, he snarls. I'm not going anywhere! And the humans at those behests you've come here have nothing to fear from me. Not if they mind their own affairs. Fearful that the opportunity to bargain with him is swiftly shipping away. You make a final earnest plea to the one-armed Green Giant. So, pick a number. Bonus of 50. 40 from Diplomacy. So, that's my Diplomacy score divided by 2. 5 from Mind and 5 from Aura. So... If you want to do good at this, level up your diplomacy. It's it's more it's far more important than getting your your mind up, because that will never those bonuses will never get higher than ten, unless that unless something t- comes out comes out of those quickstone stone pa- powers that that Hugh one alluded to, but that'll be a long way off for sure. So okay, here we go. Gotta get seventy-five or more. Or you'll probably just get angry at me and throw another rock at me or something like that. Pick now. Success. 115. 128 experience to diplomacy. Woo! For nearly an hour you engage in a tumultuous but diplomatic debate with Hog, smoothly attempting to convince the fearsome giant that both the desires of his human antagonists and his own interests would be best served if he were to leave his abode and take up residence elsewhere. But where? Where do I go? I'm sure he has screamed at some point. At last, he are just beginning to believe your obstinate host is about to toss you from, from from, the cave. The unexpected happens. The green giant suddenly shrugs his massive shoulders and sighs a wumbling sigh. Very well, he says. I think we may have come to an understanding. I believe it would be best if you leave now, though. I'm not likely to remain friendly for much longer. You can tell the frightened hordes that I will be gone before the next moon. With no desire to outstay your welcome and invite further conflict with the giant, you thank him, bid him farewell, and make your way out of the lair. Upon your return to Warfoot, you reveal to the delegation of regional leaders that Valhurg has agreed to leave. But how do I know he's not lying? Presumably, I got got a sense of him during that hour-long negotiation. So I know he's going to keep his word. Yeah. After all, I do have... Do have a level 79 in diplomacy. So I can presumably tell him someone's going to completely lie. He promised... You tell him that while his destination remains unknown, he promised to to no longer plague Ray Warren and its residents. Initially taken aback by your apparently unexpected proclamation, the delegation is quick to overwhelm you with questions, most of which seem intended to dispel their own belief. It is immediately agreed that you will be paid the full bounty promised you—one thousand gold tokens. Admittedly, that's not worth quite as much, considering I could—I could probably make that in about five minutes with a single axe path one, or that that, that or a tempo of Yeruwan one, or various other things. But still. Gold is gold, and gold is nice. It's shiny, it's so shiny. I can just look at it with it. Put it in a great big pile and just look at it, and then, and then put that big pile next to a tree, and then Scrooge McDuck dive into it, and then realize, oh no, I didn't learn the secret gold. The secret money bin swimming pool diving technique and then give myself and then give myself a severe concussion and a quick neck. Yes, remember. Only dive only dive into a pool full of into a pool full of coins if you know the secret technique. Yes, otherwise you'll just hurt yourself. And You probably won't get much sympathy because you're incredibly stupid and everyone can see your gazillions of pounds. (laughs) I never allowed myself to believe there would be a peaceful solution, says a thin, white-haired man named Twyro a member of the nearby town of Southward's governing council. You've made your mark, that's for certain. Well done! Very, very well done. After accepting the payment and surviving a seemingly endless chorus of praise and congratulatory sentiment, you prepare to set off on your way, eager to depart Gray Warren and seek out adventure in another, perhaps slightly more hospitable, corner. Of the kingdom. Several years after your encounter with Van Hogg, you learn, you learn that the legendary green giant met his demise at the hands of the Great Gated Legion, as he attempted to cross into Wyrزل. Oh, pity. Word of the giant's death, death slowly travels across the North Broadlands and reaches you while you're visiting Twythick, following up on a lead that promises yet another adventure to be had within the walls. While most either greet the news with apathy or quietly celebrate it, you find yourself unable to immediately determine the true nature of your feelings concerning the pronouncement. Those who have never come face to face with Van Hog, or any giant for that matter, See him and his brethren as little more than towering brutes, savage and wicked, ever willing to taunt and terrorise those upon those domains they incessantly encroach, you know better. While you would never deny there are giants both savage and wicked, and perhaps worse than than that, I am quite acquainted with that, Realise only too well that giantdom is something far more complex than could ever be accurately depicted in the tales told to children as they drift off to sheep. There is, and always will be, a simple, revenant nobility to the race of beings, now many long and soiled centuries into the very twilight of their existence. And that gets me... 256 experience to general and finishes the quest now am I going to keep it this time cuz there is the other option of just slaying him but i think we all know how that that's nah nah now nah, i'm going to keep it like this all right new adventures unlocked there's the gate there's that's a, these and, and Mudheart. These are both Mo, Oak and Stone Mask Adventures by VWK. Never go to the Wedgate Inn, there's yet another quest called The Brothers. Is it... Hmm. Okay, let me just check. Is there anything else that's been unlocked? Okay. I'm looking through the list, oh, that one's been there, that one's been there, Scourge of Edmark, I think, I think that was probably there before, maybe not, Migsboro, Cave okay, the Deep, Wedgate Inn, they've just been there. Ooh, Trollneck in Eastern Telsa has a new adventure. And that's called Big Bad Tree. So that's four new adventures have been unlocked by finishing that adventure. So the number of adventures I have available is Wizen from 35 to 38. Just by doing the adventures, you get more adventures. It's a lot of fun now hmm question is do i do any of these or do i save them for next time yeah we've passed 40 minutes that that's enough for now so next time we'll do some of those adventures in warfoot just depends how long they take if we can get them all done in a... get them Get them all done in, in, a, in less than an hour or so, then we'll do them all at once. If, if it takes more than an hour, it may be spread over a couple of episodes. And also, then we'll, also might, we'll probably move on to a big, bad tree in the next two or three episodes. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers.